welcome to the Bosses Fuck podcast, a no bullshit, no sugarcoating guide and discussion for female entrepreneurs and those who want to learn how to be boss in life and in business. I'm your host, Katie Seller, and I'm currently building my empire, which includes helping other women to be successful, break barriers, and live life on their own terms. So that's what we're here to do today. You ready, babe? Let's fucking do this. Well, hello. Happy fucking Wednesday. Um, did you notice that it's March? Can we like talk about that? Um, January felt like it lasted forever. Like forever. February was gone in a blink of an eye and all of a sudden we're in March and I don't understand. <laughs> why this is going so fast. I have no idea. Super excited to be back today and talk to you about this topic. So we're just going to hop right in. Um, I want to start with a quote. Uh, I'm not going to tell you yet where it is from, but it is, it was said in a podcast <laughs> and it's, I don't want to get married like at all. I never played bride. I don't know what it is. I love men. I love dating, but I don't want a husband. Yep. I didn't say that. It was from Shonda Rhimes (laughs) during her uh, Super Soul episode with Oprah. And I was like, wow, like she said it. And even Oprah, you know, went on to say, I couldn't have the life I created for myself had she gotten married earlier, if at all, like back when she was like kind of pressuring Stedman to get married. (laughs) And I was like, wow, like they said it, like these two powerful women who are crushing it and like killing, fucking dominating, like they said it. And I'm not saying that I don't want to get married. Um... I am just not entirely sure that it's in the cards for me. Um, And that's not like a sad thing. I'm kind of fine either way. (laughs) Um, I don't personally have any memories at all of dreaming up a wedding. You know, I literally do not have a single memory of planning it or imagining walking down the aisle or all of these things that I feel like a lot of little kids do, um, especially girls, like, you know, we see marriage. It's one of our first things, I mean, for a majority of people and fairy tales and fucking Disney movies and all of these things that like, unfortunately teach you that you like need a prince because A, you don't, B, it doesn't have to be a prince, could be a princess. You never know. (laughs) But, you know, in my adult years, like I would be, I would say things like, oh, like, you know, that would be cute at my wedding or I'd like that at my wedding. But there's no like dreaming of it as a child. Like that wasn't that me. That wasn't me. I love the Thomas Rhett song. um, uh, Married, I think that's what it's called. Or uh, it says she wants to get married. And it like literally shows this like little girl who's planning her wedding with her stuffed animals at it. And that's like all this whole thing. And like, like she's dreamt of it. And that has just not been me. 
Um, I didn't realize it. I mean, ever, I never like thought it was a thing. Um, and I'm realizing more so now that it like was a thing I did not do. Um, but like, I've got so, so much going on in my head that I can't imagine like that time being taken up by a husband or a wife. Like I, I wholeheartedly believe that you can have everything 100%. Does everything get 100% of you? No, not at all. Some things are going to have 70 one day. Some days will be 90 and some days they might be 30. You just can't. You know, you can't give your all, but you can have everything. Um, It just takes work and juggling and things. Um, But with, like, the job and the goals that I've got and all that I've got going on, I feel like I only have the capacity for, like, one or the other. It's either spouse or babies. Um, I don't think that I could do both realistically, honestly, like that's me as a person. Um, honestly, lately, (laughs) lately. And I, if you're in the Facebook group, you saw me post this is that I feel like I'm meant to be alone. And that is not at all a sad thing. Like not at all. Um, it's just a realization. Like maybe, maybe not, maybe it happens for me later, but I'm not sold on the idea or bummed if it doesn't happen. Um, Maybe that's a byproduct of being single for a little over three years now. Um, You know, I mean, when my last relationship ended, I realized that the handful of people that have been, you know, prior, I say handful, it's probably like three, but like the, you know, more serious relationships of, it was always a non-alignment of things that we wanted out of life. Um, and especially with the last one, um, there was a lot of like acting as if they wanted it to be serious and be legit and like be this thing and like basically telling me they love me and like all of these things, but then verbally telling me that they didn't want anything serious, um, and sort of mixed your bag of things there. And then, Yeah. It was, it was whatever, but it's like those things that made me realize that like, I don't need to settle for somebody because I'm fine on my own. And I have always been a like serial monogamous and I, I don't know. I, I, I love, I love, love how as cheesy as that fucking is. I love love. Um, and so I had long-term relationship after long-term relationship, um, most of them were good. Of course, like the ending, I feel like always gets like sticky or dirty, but it's, I'm not had any, I mean, one probably from like way, like very, probably way back in the day, but like the recent ones, they didn't end terribly. Like one ex in particular, like I still love to death. We talk all the time. Um, mostly over like our love of cats, <laughs> but like, I love him. I think he's amazing and I want nothing but the best for him. And of course some are not as cordial, but like, you know, they didn't end terribly. So it wasn't a situation like that. It was just, it was just realizing that like I deserved to find somebody who was aligned with what I wanted also. And like more so than that, as someone who wanted to support me and was willing to support me without having to be asked. Um, I feel like lately the people I'm encountering, I have to ask them to give effort. And if I have to ask you to give effort, I don't fucking want it. P- 
period. Um, I said on a post on my personal page, if you don't follow me, it's just Katie Seller on Instagram. Um, is that effort is my word for 2019. Um, because people need to put in fucking effort and I shouldn't have to pull it out of you and I shouldn't have to make you give it like, if you can't give me the simplest efforts, you ask me how my day is going and I tell you, and then the fucking text messages go silent. I'm done. Like (laughs) it's not working. Um, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's just the fact that I refuse to budge on my goals, which I shouldn't have to. So I shouldn't have to budge on my goals to fit somebody else in. Um, and I just also can't imagine juggling a person like that's not my child, um, and still achieve what I want. I also know, and this is a realization I've come to this year. (laughs) Although again, although I haven't been in a relationship, even just in like talking to people, I know that as a person, um, being a cancer who is a super emotional fucking romantic, I get swept up in love, like fucking swept up. Everything else disappears. I forget every like responsibility as stupid as that sounds. And literally like, that's what I was saying it to somebody. And I was like, that's fucking dumb. Not doing that anymore (laughs) because it just sounds so stupid, but it's, um, I feel like it's the territory of like being that emotional romantic cancer is like, I'm really good at giving everything to the other person. And I'm really good at giving up things for the person. Um, and that's shitty first of all. Um, but also too, because it's never been fully reciprocated. Like maybe if I had somebody who wanted to do the same, like would give everything for me. And so in turn, like that pushes me sort of like back to center to like still do my shit. But typically it ends up with me like engulfed in this person and I never get like the same shit in return. Um, and that is what scares me the most. Like that is one of the main reasons that I haven't dated for a while too, is like, I know that and I'm not willing to give up what I am working on right now and working towards and the like goals that I have for my life. I'm not willing to give up on those to just to have somebody in my life because it's been three years and I'm just fucking fine. Like, I'm fine. They make vibrators for a reason. <laughs> Bet you weren't expecting that one. Um, but like, regardless, like, I will treat myself to a nice fucking romantic dinner if I want. <clears throat> if a friend comes to town, like, Maria's coming on th- this week, we're going to a nice fucking dinner on, on Thursday. And a fancy-ass dinner. Um, why? Because I can. I'll date my friends. I will date myself. And that is totally okay with me. Um, and I just, I'm, I refuse to budge on the things that I want because I know, like, I know for a split second, my romantic side would absolutely give it all up to be a stay at home mom or like wife. But the other 99% of me is screaming at the top of its lungs when I say that, because I would be fucking bored because if I'm not working towards something that I want, like in these goals that I have, if I'm not working towards something like that, like (laughs) I have an extreme, extreme, extreme desire to be successful in the business realm. I have huge goals I want to achieve. Huge. And I personally don't think that I am capable of doing that. I mean, unless fucking someone wonderful 
Mr. or Mrs. Wonderful walks into my life and is like fucking supportive and like wants to know beyond just how was your day? Like, what's up? What did you do? Like, just really genuinely interested. Like, I got a glimpse with somebody recently and then they turned out to be a major dickhead. So that sucked. <laughs> but like someone who has genuine interest in what you're doing, you don't have to understand what I'm doing. You don't have to fucking understand the business. Although it's like retail, it's not difficult to understand, but you don't have to understand all the working parts of it, but show genuine interest because it is so much me. Like it is 75% at least of what I am, of who I am, probably more than that. Because I live, eat, and breathe it. Because it is me as a brand. It is me in the brand. It is everything. It is me. And so I, to me personally, and if anybody's out there listening and you're interested, to me, showing interest in my, my, my businesses, my goals, things of that nature is showing interest in me. Period. Like, maybe I should put that disclaimer on, like, all dating apps. Just put it out there. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But, but the one thing that I have planned since I was a kid was having children. Ever since I had a cell phone, I've had a running list of baby names. Um, there was a time when I wasn't sure if it was going to happen for me. And... It was definitely relation relationally based, and I just kind of chalked it up to if it happens, it happens. Because my want for, like, forever and, like, a child at that time, I mean, broke up one relationship. Um, and then thus far, I've not find, found anybody that, like, wanted that. Um, so I kept it to a, if it happens, it happens, I'll be fine. And... That's changed a lot. <laughs> Oddly enough, like, while a partner seems more complicated to me, a baby does not. Um, another full-grown human who is, like, already full of, like, their own opinions and emotions and needs and, like, all of these things. And, like, most don't understand my lifestyle and my businesses. Like, that seems fucking complicated. But a baby will know no different, you know? A baby will see me working from day one building this life and that's what they know i have the like the extreme extreme fortune of being able to do it from home um it's a double-edged sword of course because i know when that time comes it is going to be hard to like especially i feel like toddler years to juggle and work so i feel like there will be help enlisted <laughs> but you know so i have decided um I've decided that instead of waiting for the right person to come along or actively looking for them, which has proven rather difficult, I've decided to go the baby route on my own. And I talked about this before, but I've officially made the decision to start. Um, I have an appointment on Monday to get my baseline results checked and kind of see where I'm at and all of that. Um, if no signs of issues, um, I plan to start around May, which is fucking crazy to think that, like, in two months I could be pregnant. Like, what? <laughs> 
just saying that, like, I typed, like, I always type, like, notes, and I wrote that out in big letters because I was like, holy shit. I, like, didn't think about it. But just, like, saying that out loud, like, that's crazy. And I'm also, like, (laughs) I'm fucking nervous because I already am an emotional crier. This goes back to the cancer thing because I am a cancer. I'm very emotional. I cry at fucking cat commercials. I cry if an animal dies in a movie. I cry at, like... Last year, Las Vegas put out a Visit Las Vegas ad with this lesbian couple, and she surprises her with a wedding, and it's so cute, and I cry every time. Like, I cry. I just cry. Um, I don't cry as much as my mom, which I think I will get there once there's a baby, because, which I'm nervous. I'm just going to have to, like, take stock in Kleenex or something, because, oh, Lord. Um, But... (laughs) But it's craziness. Um, But I'm so fucking excited. Um, As I've gotten older, I've never waited for anyone for anything. Um, I went on my 30th birthday trip to the Bahamas alone because no one could get time off work and or figure out a way to go. And I said, fuck it, because it's my 30th birthday and I'm going to celebrate and enjoy life. Um, And it was such a good trip. And it was funny that like one of uh, all the girls, like all the women working at the place were like, Oh, you're alone? Like, go you? Like, super excited. And then I had a, this guy was my waiter um, at the, pl- like, one of the really good restaurants for dinner that I, like, frequented <laughs> while I was there. And he was, like, tripped out. Like, he just didn't understand. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're by yourself? You came here alone? Like, what? I don't understand. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, fuck it. Like, life's short. I'm going to do it. And he was so blown away. But then they, like, knew it was my birthday. So you get a cake. It's, like, one of those, like, hotels that have, like, all-inclusive food. So you get a birthday cake if you schedule on your birthday. And then he, like, took the time to make me a a Bahamian dessert. And he was so excited about it. And, like, it was because he thought it was so, like, weird but also cool that I was, like, alone. Like, it was such a – it was sweet. It was such a funny thing, though. Um, (laughs) But I did it, too, like, with my spontaneous trip to San Francisco that was, like, a pivotal moment in my life. And I've talked about it before, like, standing in the middle of the Golden Gate Bridge and, like, realizing that, you know, I was going to live life for me and do what I wanted and – not give a shit about what other people think. And it was a whole thing. (laughs) So why wait then for someone else to do this? Like while I'm still young, I'll be 33 in June. I, I don't want to wait and something happened. Like that's my biggest, biggest fear. Um, I, I don't want to wait and like circumstance changes or my body changes or something drastic or I die. Like literally anything can happen in life. So like, I don't want to wait and then something happen and then, then it fucked that up. You know, I would rather start now. Um, I'll never regret having a baby, but if I wait and something happens or changes, I will absolutely regret waiting. And I don't want to have regrets. You know me, I don't fucking live with regrets. Um, <laughs> and like, I truly believe, you know, life is what you make it. And of course this goes back to my deathbed theory. And I think I need to like, maybe, maybe that needs to be my book or something. I don't know. But if I could, like, I probably could talk about it for an hour. But it goes back to my deathbed theory that, like, in the end, you are that one on the deathbed. Not your parents, not your children, not your best friends, like, not your sisters and brothers or anything like that. No one else. It's just you. And, like, do you really want to wish that you had had done, like, X, Y, Z, but you didn't because of somebody else? Not I. Like, I will make shit happen for myself. 
with the help of science. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm on this like super like high right now. I feel like, because I'm like, it's equal like nerves and excitement <laughs> and like getting excited and scared. Um, because I mean, I really don't have a lot of people here. Um, my brother and sister-in-law and niece live here, but like also my niece is super young too. So like they have their hands full. Um, and you know, all my best friends live in California and some have kids and most of them don't have the ability to like up and leave and come hang out. And, you know, and my parents still live there. And although I told them, I I've, I've told them all of this and I told them I was going to start and, um, they're stoked. <laughs> and I told him that he needs to f- somehow figure out his plan. His plan was to retire in like eight to 10 years, uh, when he would be like 65 ish, um, to retire in like 10 years and move here. Um, and that was kind of always a plan anyways, but I'm like, I feel like you're going to need to speed that up. Um, yeah, you're going to need to speed that up. And, and I mean, he even said, like, you know, it's not to say that in a few years he can't start working less, um, which he should in general. I've tried to get him to work less for years. But, <laughs> but you know, that's, I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I am my dad's only biological kid. Um, my twin brothers and sister are half from my mom's previous marriage, so... Well, I'm like the youngest, I'm also technically an only for him. Um, so, you know, while I think my niece kind of broke him, like now he's like, I don't know, he's like a weird emotional, like it's weird. It's, I don't know, she broke him. But <laughs> with my child, like I can't even imagine. So I assume they'll be here more and see him crying already. I was, <laughs> I was talking, um, baby names with my best friends the other night. And like I said, I've had a list forever. Um, for quite a few years, my boy name has been set in stone. Like it's not changing. I love it. I, it's exactly what it's going to be. The girl name list is like consistently fluctuating because I have no fucking clue. <laughs> no idea. Um, I do love unisex names though. So that's like a thing, but like we're talking about that. And then Courtney like suggested a name and I just started crying and it was cause it was so like a cute, it was perfect, kind of worked. And I don't know that I'm set on it, but like it just fucking made me cry. And I'm like, dude, if I'm crying this much already and I'm not even like pregnant, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Like I literally, I'm telling you, I'm going to need stock and Kleenex. So if like, Anybody wants to send me Kleenex because I'm going to need it. (laughs) Like, I'm already crying about things and I'm not. I just, uh, my hormones are like, I'm already, I'm going to be off the charts when this happens. So that'll be fun. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, so that's what it is. Um, You know, in all of this, I think like when I heard that episode and you should go listen to it, I think it's a good episode anyways, because I think Shonda Rhimes is a fucking goddess and she's killing it. But like, it's, it's really nice to hear it from people who are uber successful and are not afraid 
to chart their own path in life, in love, in all of these things. Like she has kids. She's not married. Um, and she's, she's dating. She talks about dating and she loves dating. I don't like dating. I wish I could just dump from like, I meet you. We know we're going to click and it'll top to like marriage. Cause I can't, dating sucks. Dating is awful, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's nice to hear it. And it's, it's assuring that like, you don't have to do these things, you know, and it's goes along with everything else that I believe is just like there's these societal ideals of societal ideals about relationships and marriage and babies and all of these things. And I know that I'm going to be met by some people who don't understand the single motherhood by choice situation. Um, not that I give a fuck, but I know I'll be met with that. Um, I know I'll be asked who's the dad. Or <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, donor number 4735, <laughs> um, which I would probably actually say because I'm that person. Um, and I'm sure. And I mean, I know they'll get questions. There'll be things with my kids like, well, where's my dad? And it's a whole thing. It's going to be a whole thing. Um, but it's my thing. Like, that's the biggest thing is that whatever you choose is your fucking choice. Like, it's your life. And you don't need to live up to some standard that was set back before, like, your fucking great-grandma was even born. Like, it's just, it's it's asinine to think that we have to still live up to these things that were set uh, so many fucking years ago that are literally irrelevant to our life. Um, and that goes for a lot of things, including, like, laws and things. <laughs> so... It's, I highly recommend listening. It's, it's really good to hear. It's inspiring. Um, I also wanted to share this sort of news with you and, um, and yeah, it's exciting. It's the first like step of the process. Um, I'm a little nervous. I mean, I'm hoping things are in my favor. The fact that like, I haven't been on birth control in like, I don't know, five years at least. Um, I don't smoke. I don't really drink anymore. Like ever. Um, I exercise a lot. I've been losing weight. I have about like 28 pounds left to lose before I hit my goal. And I'm hoping to do that before I start. So I got two months to kick my ass in gear. Um, (laughs) but you know, I've already, I've already started making the steps of, you know, the healthy and the losing the weight and things like that. Um, and so I think it will just benefit me. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited and it's weird. And <laughs> I don't know. It's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, I wanted to share that and share this episode with you. Um, and yeah, so there we go. <laughs> I will know more Monday um, and then get started shortly thereafter. And in, in, I assume early May ish um, that gives me a spring baby if so. Um, but yeah, crazy fucking shit. But I got to go. I got a lot of shit to do in the meantime, and I'll see you back here next fucking Wednesday. I love you, babes. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes so more babes can find our podcast. And do not forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Do you want more Bosses Fuck? You can follow us on Instagram at bossesfuckpodcast or for even more, head to bossesfuck.com. 
Don't forget to join me back here next week for a brand new episode. And remember, always be boss as fuck.